Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. All right, news roundup, information overload hour, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, we've not spent a lot of time following the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and the governor's race, the gubernatorial race. We've been following the Senate race. Uh, fortune has been spent. I think somebody estimated, what, $40, 45000000 million dumped on Dr. Oz's head just, just against him. I see these ads, and it makes them unrecognizable. Uh, this race is coming down to Doug... Mastriano versus Lou Barletta. Lou Barletta has been a longtime friend of the show. Uh, I know that, that Doug got the president's endorsement. Here's Lou's ad for his, for his campaign for governor. But the Pennsylvania we all grew up with, the one we all knew just a few years ago, it's slipping away from us. Our way of life changed dramatically during the pandemic. Look, everyone's dead. But here in Pennsylvania, it was made so much worse by politicians. Politicians who weren't just looking to stop a virus, but politicians hell-bent on trying to change who we are and how we live. These politicians, and I'm talking about Governor Wolf and the Harrisburg Insiders, they had a disastrous response to the pandemic. Wolf squeezed our small business owners and put hardworking Pennsylvanians on the unemployment line. These politicians kept our kids out of school for far too long. And who knows the long-term damage of that? And I'm just going to be blunt about this one, because it's how we talk here in Pennsylvania. Tom Wolf has blood on his hands for sentencing our seniors to die in nursing homes. It didn't have to be this way. Lou Borletta, who's running for governor, joins us now. Uh, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good, Sean. Thanks for having me. Uh, I know maybe the, the gubernatorial race gotten a little overshadowed by the amount of money and pure dollars and, frankly, a lot of vitriol and the run for the Senate primary, um, uh, I'm not sure if that's a good thing or bad thing for you. Well, it was, it was actually good for me because I came into this race with statewide name ID, you know, of being in Congress and running for the Senate in 2018. 
So I didn't have to run any ads uh, early on, and the, the others who were running for the first time, it was a heck of heck of a try to get a message through the uh, McCormick Oz uh, ads that were on TV. So, you know, we saw it. Um, you know, it, it didn't affect us as much as the others. Well, one thing I could say is Pennsylvanians deserve better than your own governor Wolf. What I never understood, he had he had, he had his own. Um, nursing home issue, just like Cuomo in New York, and just like the governor in New Jersey, and and I'm shocked that it never really got played up to the extent it it should have. Why? No, it didn't. And, you know, it was part of every speech I gave. Is the 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 percentage of deaths in Pennsylvania? Fifty percent of our deaths came from the nursing homes. That percentage was higher than Cuomo in New York, Whitmer in Michigan, and Murphy in Jersey. You know, he just wasn't as loud as as Cuomo was, and he sort of. You know, everyone sort of left them alone. But, I mean, he, he put COVID-positive seniors in the nursing homes when, when we knew our seniors were our most vulnerable. Uh, that was Amazing. one of the reasons I decided to run. I mean, he, he, he was picking and choosing what businesses to close. His business could stay open, but his competitors had to close. You could go to Walmart, but you couldn't go to your, your local business. It made it made no sense. And like I said, the damage he did to our kids, the long-term effects of that when science didn't back it up, the learning loss and the emotional, psychological, and physical damages, you know, it's all on his hands. Let me ask this. Why, why is Governor Wolf, with fracking doing so well for Pennsylvania and for jobs and, and the financial situation with Pennsylvania, why is he reluctant and resistant to build it out further? Because he's, he's, he's only gone in about 10% of what you'd be capable of. Yeah, he's going even further than that, Sean. We would be lucky if that's all he was doing. He wants to stop it. He wants to put us out of the natural gas business, putting us in Reggie, the regional greenhouse gas initiative. And let's not let Josh Shapiro, the attorney general, who wants to be governor off the hook, because he had an opportunity to, to stand in the way of, of Wolf from doing this. Why in the heck would you, as an energy state, Pennsylvania is a as a state among nations when it comes to energy, put yourself in a consortium with other states that have no energy opportunities here. We, we could be fueling the world, and instead, these guys use DEP as a, as a weapon. DEP in Pennsylvania, Sean, stands for Don't Expect Permits, and and that's all going to change. And, and uh, if Josh Shapiro becomes Pennsylvania's next governor, then, then you know, we're going to lose that opportunity, and we're going to lose our children and grandchildren because they're going to go somewhere else for a job. You know, it's interesting because the, the Republican Senate primary got pretty vicious. I, I've not seen the gubernatorial race with you and, and Mastriano go down that road as much. I mean, there's always going to be negative ads. Um, what impact do you think all those negative ads had on the people of Pennsylvania? Well, I think it, it definitely does. People start tuning out. Uh, you know, they just don't want to see it anymore. You know, one ad looks like the other. They don't even know who who, who the ad's for or who the ad's against. I haven't run <laughs> one true. negative ad. I, I haven't run one negative ad. I, don't, I won't even say anything negative about Doug Mastriano, nor has he t to myself, because I have a record. I, I don't need to do that. I don't, you, know, you don't need to win by tearing someone else down. I have a record I'm proud of, uh, both as the mayor of Hazleton and in Congress, and that's what I talked about during this whole campaign. And interesting enough, I have been at the top of the polls with Mastriano since the day I announced last year, even though we've been outspent uh, by like 24 or $25 million to my two uh, and without running any negative ads. And, you know, that's because people know who I am and, and what I'm going to do. I don't want to drag you into this, but it's my job. So um, I give you that caveat before I ask. 
What is your take on the sudden rise of Kathy Barnett? And and as she had not been vetted, nobody nobody gave her a chance of even being anywhere near the top of the polls. And, you know, a week ago she shows up, eight, ten days ago she shows up. And there's now been a lot of vetting and a lot of it I find very troubling. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I sort of think she came up because of the negative ads. That's just my opinion. I uh, you know, because that's my explanation. I've been campaigning with, you know, with all of them. Uh, we, we attend a lot of the same events. Uh, but you, uh, you yeah. have read all of the tweets. You have seen oh, yeah. all of the incendiary comments. You see that she even wanted, what, to build a statue to Barack Obama, which shocked me when I heard that. Do you, do you believe, you know, when she says, oh, I don't remember those tweets. I don't remember sending those. That doesn't sound like me. Well, if she was really hacked, she would have dealt with that issue years ago. Because we actually were hacked once, and it was not over anything big deal, but we had to deal with it. And so my question to you is, as you look at all of these controversial statements, do you think in a general election it will have an impact on that Senate race? Oh, there's no question about it. There's no question. that If you're not vetted, and obviously she wasn't, and you get by the primary, you can rest assured, uh, you know, this, and, and, and it won't be early, Sean. They'll wait till October. So you can't re, you know, rebound and you lose every opportunity you have. And that's what, you know, it's very important. That one of the things I could say, I ran against Bob Casey and, and Paul Kondorski. There's not a bone left in my closet, yet alone a skeleton. But <laughs> w- w- when you're not vetted, they're going to drop this stuff. They're going to be, you know, they're going to wait till the last minute. And, you know, then that's the end of it. We, we lose our, our nominee. And it's very important to know who, you know, that that person has been better. And I think she was able to slip, slip through the cracks because nobody was paying attention to it. Do you her, think so it's now in the bloodstream of the Republican primary voters now about these controversial tweets, statements that she's made, positions she's taken? Oh, I do hear it. You know, I'm out on I'm out on the campaign trail in Pennsylvania. I'm traveling. And, and I. Are you here? Is uh, it loud? Is it? In other words, do you think do you think every primary voter will know about it when they go in the voting booth tomorrow? I, I'm not I'm not certain. I honestly I'm not certain that that everyone will. I mean, I do you think hear most people will know. I do. You do. I do. I All do. right. Well, listen, Lou, we love having you on the program. Uh, you. You've been a longtime friend of the show. Uh, good luck tomorrow. We'll follow it closely. Obviously, it's the race of the so far the biggest race of the the year. Well, maybe Ohio is big too. Um, we appreciate you always being a gentleman. And if you want, people want to get in touch with you, how do they do it? To go to LouBarletta.com. All right. Appreciate you being with us, Lou. Thank, Thank you. you, as always. 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, let us say, Ron, let's say hi to Ron in California. Ron, how are you? Glad you called. Hi, Sean. Uh, yeah, it's sunny California. I had uh, some concerns I want to run by you. Um, I've got a feeling because of all the press out here that, you know, they're advertising or telling us that uh, COVID's increasing. And I, I got a funny feeling or a gut feeling that, they're going to have a lockdown, and I think we're going to be stuck with mail-in ballots, and I'm really afraid of fraud. Uh, the last election, uh, I was horrified at the results. I couldn't believe how uh, uneven that the election was. Uh, what's your opinion on that? I have tried hard to give, to, to say over and over again, there's only so many times I can say it without people yelling at me, you're being repetitive. I'm, and you're right, I am b- being repetitive. We need voter ID, signature verification, chain of custody controls. We need updated voter rolls for every single election and every state that has uh, laws that allow 
partisan observers to watch the vote count up close and personal be able to do so and accommodations need to be made if there is a COVID outbreak of some kind. The last thing I'll add is we can't let illegal immigrants vote in our election. That's happening in states like Vermont and New York City. Uh, so I, I, I don't know what else to tell you. It's up, it's up to the people to lean on their state legislators to do this. We got lucky because Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema would not change the filibuster rules. Otherwise, they would have codified, you know, the, the 2020 insanity into law. And that's why this election is so important. That's why electability. That's why I keep saying you better be careful in Pennsylvania. We lose that Senate seat. It'll be a disaster. So well, I'm trying to I'm trying to warn everybody and I'll take all the criticism people want to throw at me. I agree 100 percent. Just one quick question, John. Um, what about when we we oversee the voting in, in the uh, polls, but they won't let us uh, uh, see the ballots or count them? I mean, do we just barge in there and say, hey, we have a right to see uh, that they're properly being counted? Uh, well, most states have laws on the books already that allow partisan observers, meaning every somebody from every party, to be able to watch the vote count from start to finish. But you can't watch the vote count if you're 20 feet away, 100 feet away, 1,000 feet away, or not allowed in the building like happened in 2020. And that lends itself to people doubting the integrity of the process and, and doubting the confidence or having any confidence in the results. The, the, we know how to do elections right. It's not like we don't know how to do it. It's a matter of, of doing it. There's a reason Democrats want to get rid of voter ID laws. Because they think it works in their favor to do so. That's a bad idea. We need integrity. You need a voter ID to go see your senator or congressperson in, in the Capitol. You need, a vote, you need a picture ID to get into the White House. You need a picture ID to buy a six-pack of beer, for crying out loud. Or a jewel pod or a pack of cigarettes, whatever you want. So all of this is, uh, you have every reason to doubt the intentions, I think, the nefarious of the Democratic leadership and party. Well, I agree 100 percent, but uh, there's more people that uh, believe in Trump than uh, that people realize. Uh, even though we're in California, a Democratic state, uh, we're Trump uh, fans, and I think he did a hell of a job, and uh, I hope we can reelect him in 24. Let's, let's get past 2022, and then I think that uh, we'll find out probably very shortly thereafter that he's running. That's my guess. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get back to our phones. Lee is in Maryland. Lee, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. Sean, how are you today, sir? I I'm just good, wanted sir. To, I just wanted to comment about what I heard uh, good old Senator Schumer running his mouth about in the Senate about how Republicans are trying to take abortion rights away from people, and that is no such of a thing. They're trying to get all the attention away from what's really going on, which is the economy, gas prices, runaway inflation, and I pray to God that people see this and in November get rid of some of these people because we are on a road right now that I am so scared we're not going to be able to get off of it and we're going to be ruined. Uh, We're having a rough time. In this country, nothing is working. Our foreign no. policy is a disaster. And, you know, now we have even our allies buying into this idiotic Iranian deal. And we have, you know, Joe Biden begging their Iranians, the Venezuelans, OPEC for more oil and energy when we have enough of our own. We don't need theirs. Then you, you add to that the open borders. You add to that 40 plus year, 42 year high of inflation. Add to that, the we broke another record yesterday, the highest gas prices, price per gallon we've ever paid, 450 a gallon average around the country. And by the way, I filled up my tank yesterday. I paid $5.15. I get high, high test in my car. And, you know, I, I, I'm just like, this is insane. I'm looking at the price and I'm getting, I'm getting livid. I can afford it at this point in my life. There were long periods of my adult life where I couldn't have afforded this. And I think well, about the poor, the middle class, and people on fixed incomes. They're getting screwed. Yeah, and also, too, Sean, we were finally energy independent. I, I could not believe that the first thing this doofus does is stop it. We were finally independent from OPEC and all the rest of those clowns. And he just takes it right away. I, I don't understand any of I, this. I'll, uh, you, because it doesn't make sense. And, this, and the, the reason is they are beholden to this climate change alarmist religious cult. It's a, it's, they have the fervor of a cult. And this, they, they, this new Green Deal redistribution socialist model, they believe it. They're not going to stop it unless we stop them. And you stop them, 
by winning elections. That's where it has to be won. Anyway, I appreciate the call. Thank you for being with us. 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Quick break right back. Your call's on the other side. Straight ahead. Inspired Solutions for America. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 till the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. So much news that we haven't even gotten to yet. We mentioned earlier in the program, it's predictable, the Democratic you know, establishment, the media mob, blaming Fox News, talk radio, conservatives, this person, that person, for the shooting that took place in Buffalo over the weekend. Now, I recall on this program, even though the guy that was responsible for shooting Steve Scalise and others in this baseball field, nearly killing him that day, um, was a Bernie Sanders supporter. Also turned out that the shooter declared his love for Rachel Maddow in letters to the editor. Uh, Do I blame Rachel Maddow? No, I went out of my way to say... uh, It is intellectually lazy and dishonest to say that Bernie Sanders, just because some nut agrees with Bernie Sanders or some nut agrees with Rachel Maddow, that they in any way, shape, manner or form have anything to do with what a crazy person does. Unless they told them, go shoot those people. They're not involved. Whatever views they express, whether I agree or disagree with them, it's irrelevant People are responsible for their own actions. Bill Clinton went on the air, went out there publicly, said Rush Rush Limbaugh is responsible for the Oklahoma City bombing. Talk radio is responsible. That was obscene then. It's obscene now. And that's what's been happening since the shooting this weekend. And by the way, if you look at the crime statistics from over the weekend, we had a lot of people shot. A lot of people shot and killed over the weekend in, in other cities. And isn't it pretty fascinating that nobody talks about all these people that are shot? For example, 21 people shot in Milwaukee alone. There's the violence, the law. We don't have law and order and safety and security anymore. And the only thing I would say is, in large part, that's because of the defund, dismantle, no bail law, madness, cult that is the new Democratic Socialist Party. Because we need to keep everybody safe and secure. We need law and order. If people are having can even have a shot at pursuing happiness, here's the media blaming everybody but the shooter. Listen, we've got to acknowledge the hatred, the open racism that we're seeing. There's an environment of it in the United States. Uh, We see it on Fox News. We see it on the Internet. But we also see it from our commander in chief. And he is encouraging this. He doesn't just tolerate it. He encourages it. Calling Mexican immigrants rapists and criminals warning of an invasion at our border, um, seeking to ban all people of of one religion. Folks are responding to this. It doesn't just offend us. It encourages the kind of violence that we're seeing, including in my hometown of El Paso yesterday. 
Bauer's social media reads like a roadmap of hate and murder. He was particularly concerned about the caravan of Central American migrants and appeared to key on reporting from Fox News, right-wing social media, and highlighted by President Trump's own tweets. But there's a certain other network a few blocks away that, that, that really manufactured hate and fear in this country. And to my mind, Fox News is the single cause, singular cause, of this kind but of hate and discourse. Well, Fox News has become a propaganda network. It exists in an alternate reality. It spews forth daily a toxin into the American body politic. It purposefully monetizes division in the country. It's really hate speech and coded language and leads to, leads people to believe that they can walk into a church because it's no longer a house of God. It's a, it's a killing ground. It's a place they can feel free to desecrate and leave blood everywhere. And that's what this young man did. And he did so based on some Ill, ill-gotten belief on some on some wrong belief that it's okay to do that. He hears that because he watches the news and he, he watches things like Fox News. So that's, you know, the past and then the same thing happened again this weekend. I, I mean, it's it's insane. Fake news CNN actually went after me. Then I tweeted out the actual truth. Sean Hannity actually put up pictures that weren't all baby formula at the border. Um, we did have a pic. We did have pictures of baby formula pallets at the border. Uh, and even Jen Psaki circled back and acknowledged it and said it was the morally right thing to do. Listen. Um, and on the, uh, but I would also note that we also think it's morally the right thing to do. Uh, you know, well, this is the difference from the last administration. It is the law, but we believe that when children and babies, or babies, I should say, are crossing the border with a family member, that providing them formula, formula is morally right. And so we certainly support the implementation of it. All right, let's get, I mean, there's just so much insanity out there right now on every front. By the way, I haven't had time to get into this. Michael Sussman's trial is to begin the first case brought by the special counsel, uh, John Durham, today. And and this is going to be interesting for a lot of different reasons. And he'll lay out in vivid detail how the Russia collusion hoax was invented by Hillary Clinton, funded by her campaign and money she controlled with the DNC, and also disseminated to the FBI and the media to frame Donald Trump as a Russian asset. This is an elaborate information laundering scheme peddling the phony, you know, steel dossier and fictional computer data that supposedly showed back channel communications. I mean, we're going to watch this very, very closely. And if they do this right, uh, this is all going to be exposed. And then the media is going to have a little problem on their hands. You've been exposed again as being liars and purveyors of conspiracy theories and an outright slander. Uh, what are you going to do about it? Uh, we know that the apparently the FBI operation targeting parents also showed uh, up at a school board meetings that, in fact, the FBI launched their, at least dozens of investigations targeting parents, according to John Solomon's investigating reporting for justthenews.com. These are, but these are scary, unbelievable times we live in. But the woke left, they don't seem to care about anything except pushing their wokeness even further. Remember Meathead from the show, uh, what, Archie Bunker show, All in the Family? Yeah, he says that Republicans don't respect women. Mia Farrow responds claiming they'd be happy to impose Sharia law. No, they wouldn't. The mo- one of the most outspoken people against Sharia law would be me. Just in case anybody really cares. 
CRT related ideas found in man- mandatory programs in 39 of the top 50 U.S. medical schools. Elon Musk now thinking that he might even vote Republican. I guess something he hadn't done before. And Elon Musk is questioning whether what percentage of Twitter accounts are bot accounts. That deal may not go through, depending on what they ultimately find out here. I mean, that's pretty crazy also. Uh, so much going on. So much going on. Here's how dumb the world is. Let me, let me make a prediction that I don't want to make. Because Biden is now set to remove five extremist groups from their foreign terror blacklist. Remember, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, that was part of the request of Iran and this deal brokered apparently with Russia and Putin. Now we have an article that the EU and the Biden administration have given in to Iranian mullahs on pretty much everything, and that all of it has to do with the issue of energy. So in other words, they're going to have no, they won't have any place anytime inspections. The Russians will be able to build a nuclear facility with, with the Iranians. Uh, we'll take off the terror watch list the Iranian Revolutionary Guard members. They're their biggest, worst killers. And we'll import oil, energy from Iran and make them rich again. How stupid is this country and the rest of our NATO allies and Europe for even contemplating this idiocy? It is insane. As far as a coup to remove the cancer-stricken Vladimir Putin that it's underway and he'll be gone by year's end, according to a Ukrainian spy chief, I'm not sure whether it's true or not. can only hope he goes. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I was the first to say it. You invade a sovereign country, you forfeit your right to lead any other country, and you forfeit your right to live. It's a pretty simple rule in life. Certain, certain rules in life are easy to make. All right, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Let's say hi to Jane is in Tennessee. Hey, Jane, how are you? Glad you called. Hello, Mr. Hannity. Thank you so very much for taking my call. I'm excited to be here with you. Thank you you for calling. Thanks for making this show possible. How's that? Absolutely. We appreciate you putting out truth and um, and with fervor. And uh, I'm I'm one of those kind of people myself. So here we are. (laughs) I had something I wanted to share. What's on your mind today? Well, I have I have uh, had a long drive home from work uh, this year, um, each day about 40-minute drive, 45 minutes. And I happened just last, oh, maybe eight days ago, I guess that was really two weeks if you think about school days ago, I, tur- I happened to come across the radio channel because I was looking for you, and I listened for a minute, and then you had a commercial break or something. So I happened to just go across NPR News. And I, back in the day, years ago, I used to listen to NPR news and think some of it was okay. It was very liberal, of course, but they would have classical music or maybe something worthwhile on there. So I thought, well, I'll give it a listen for a minute. I couldn't believe it. It just followed right along with this big issue that is just disgusting to me and just driving me crazy as an educator. And that is the push for this LBGTQ garbage. I'm so incensed. I'm so frustrated and set, really just fed up with seeing all this agenda being pushed into our schools and forced onto us as teachers. So I have a two-part statement that I wanted to make, sticking with the NPR part first. I was shocked listening to this short radio program on it. Uh, They were saying, yes, we've gotten grants for the LGBTQ promotion within the schools, and we don't have to wait and have children um, get parental permission 
we can just go ahead and give them, if they're curious and they want to learn about this, you know, nonsense, and maybe be curious if they should think about being bisexual or whatever, which I say God made the male and female, end of story, you know. Uh, and they are pushing for allowing kids to just go ahead and get an account without their parents knowing. And I'm a, I'm, I care about these kids I teach. Usually I'm, I'm in an elementary level. Uh, I'm a special teacher, so I have um, a creative background, and I'm always working with kids, but I'm not one of those out there, you know, liberal persons on the left side. I'm a conservative. I'm a Christian. I believe that we have to be very careful, and especially in this time and day and time, and we're trying to do the best we can here as teachers, and there are lots of good teachers out there, and you know that, I'm sure, uh, all across our great states and across this beautiful country, but we are, well, we are let, let me let me interrupt you only because of the constraints of time first thank you for being the great teacher you are uh, one good teacher can make a difference in a kid's life and transform their lives and you sound like one of them uh we spend more per capita on education on our kids than any other industrialized country with the worst results we like 37th 48th you know in proficiency in math science reading whatever um i have a solution to this and the solution is during the school hours we focus on reading writing Math, science, history, computers. Uh, we may have to re we may have to check the history lessons that they want to give, but put that aside. Now, if parents, for whatever reason, want their kids to go through this type of sexual education, if you will, gender identity education, what, whatever it happens to be, I don't care. That's up to them. But it should be after school hours. The parents should be given. A full uh, folder on whatever the curriculum is. And if they want their kids to opt into this or the kids want to opt into it, that's up to them. In the meantime, until we're number one in reading, math, science, computers, we shouldn't be wasting any time during the day on any social issues. We have these two other creatures in these kids' lives, and they're called parents. That would be the role of their parents to instill the values that they hold near and dear. It's not the job of school or a school district, or a teacher with an agenda to indoctrinate a captive audience of kids. But if they want to use school property and they want, and parents want to opt in for this, let them opt in all they want. But if I had young kids, and I thank God I'm, I'm out of those years, I have no desire to go back. Things are getting so bad. And I will, you know, I will tell you, it, it, it just drives me insane because we're failing our children. They're not competitive with it. We, we have a worldwide economy now, and these kids are not ready because they're not getting the quality education that they deserve to have that competitive edge. And we have failed them on a spectacular level. And unless we fix this, these kids are going to be, you know, forever behind. And we're going to get our clocks cleaned by other countries that are emphasizing education. That includes countries like China and India and others. So um, you're right on every front, and the, the best thing you can do, my best advice for you is you have an opportunity every day to focus on the things that matter, and that is helping these kids get the best education they can get. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern, on the Fox News Channel. Uh, Dr. Oz joins us tonight. Senator Ted Cruz tonight. Leo 2.0, Terrell, Joe Concha, Laura Trump uh, Kaylee McEnany, Senator Graham, all coming up. Preview of, of course, tomorrow's big primary in Pennsylvania. Much more. 
All happening 9 Eastern tonight. We'll see you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.